This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. What's up? It's your boy, the Ted Smith from the men's room. And did you know I have a podcast? Well, I do. The podcast. New episodes uploaded every Wednesday on the Odyssey app. Unfortunately, what you're about to hear is real. The members of this radio program are simply not that bright. Or what some people would call educated. They are merely stupid. They're not trying to offend anyone on purpose. And all have played doctors on TV. You have been warned and are cordially invited to join the party. This is the men's room. Forget it, man, and get with the countdown. Get, 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 get with the countdown. Shake this square world and blast off the Kicksville. Kicksville. The trippers, the grasshoppers, the hip ones, all gathered in secrecy and flying high as a kite. This is the men's room with Miles and Thrill. You know what they say, shake your radio more than three times, and you're playing with it. You're listening to the men's room. And away we go. Welcome to season 18 and episode number 4012. Along with Steve the Throw Hill. Okay. <laughs> Chad Smith. Woo! And by car. Montgomery! On the men's room. There you go. On tap today, we celebrate the Pac 12 Championship. <laughs> on a bad choice Friday. The return of Ted versus the FCC. Plus headlines, men's room shot of the day, fundable listener emails, and everyone's favorite, TV time with Ted. What clock? Triggity job. All right, hurry. Here we go. Florida man with no life is trying to collect one million copies of Titanic on VHS. Meanwhile, Florida man with no life steals hundreds in Pokemon cards and ladies he will not impress. Woman steals $800 worth of Barbies before leading police on a high-speed chase. If you see a bear at the Quick Trip in Oregon, they say, give him a little space. And shocking news is even a Baltimore City worker corrupt. But it's all coming on today's very special episode of The Men's Room. And now, here's the question. Hola, bitches. Good day to you and yours on a positive Friday. Thank you, Mike. Now, everyone on this show will bet everyone else on the show about pretty much anything. Why? Well, obviously the bragging rights and smack talk, but also because our standard bet is exactly $1. One. Now, what we would never do is bet $100,000, but again, we're not rich. 
Eddie Murphy, on the other hand, along with the late Richard Pryor, yeah, they're filthy rich, and that's why Richard Pryor bet Eddie $100,000 that Eddie would never release an album of all music and no comedy. All right, that was the bet. Well, in 1985, Eddie did just that, put out a music album. It was terrible, but he put it out. But long story short, Pryor never paid Eddie the $100,000, and then he died. So he won the bet, but he never got the money. Now, oddly enough, a man in Pittsburgh at a casino there, he lost his bet, but still won over $360,000. In a nutshell, dude's playing poker, and he was feeling real good about his chances because he was holding four aces. But he lost to a royal flush. Now, the good news is that triggered the bad beat jackpot, which basically means that everyone at the table won money. And that's why he walked with over $360,000, which is not bad for losing. But that said, it's still a lot more fun to win. Imagine winning $1.35 billion through the lottery. Well, a man did exactly that. And like me, he did not want anyone to know. But unfortunately, his baby mama couldn't keep her mouth shut in spite of signing an NDA. So now his family knows, which has led to the types of complications that only money can create. And that's what we're talking about today. Money, moolah, banknotes, cheddar, Benji's capital, bread, gravy, greenbacks, dough, loot, whatever you want to call it. You want to add anything to that? I feel like you probably have more slang for cash than any of us. Racks. Racks. Like I said, I knew there had to be at least one more. Today, we are talking about... Cheese. So today, we're talking about money, and that's what our question is. Good or bad, what's your best story involving money? To be a part of the big show, call 206-803-ROCK. You can like The Men's Room on Facebook, follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Men's Room Live, and send your emails to The Men's Room at KISW.com. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress-them-on-the-third-date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date download the instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last minimum ten dollar per order additional term supply this episode is brought to you by progressive insurance whether you love true crime or comedy celebrity interviews or news you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue and guess what now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the name your price tool from progressive it works just the way it sounds you tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. The debauchery rolls on. You're listening to The Men's Room with Miles and Thrill. 99.9 KISW. Oh, but tell us away we go. 
Welcome to Season 18, Episode Number 4012. What a large and in charge program we have for you today. You think so? Guaranteed future repeat on the social positive Friday. Positive Friday. Yes, we made it to December. Oh, hell, with today, yeah, December 1st. Yeah, right? It's December. It is December. That's crazy, man. My kids seem to think that means Christmas happens tomorrow. Yeah. We are uh, counting down uh, the days to the very last Ted versus the FCC of the year. Ooh, that is right. And as you know, in our year uh, in Spectacular, we play every miss in Ted versus the FCC. It has been a while since we tallied up the wins and the losses. We're going to take a look at that before we get to the end of the year. I do know that we will hear about Helen Hunt plenty. Yes, we will. But I will tell you this. We were up way too late last night coming up with Tom Twisters and yeah. Rhymes and Riddles for Ted. and Ted versus the FCC. Ted, you're not going to believe this. Uh, we came in this morning and we got a uh, a listener submitted Ted versus the FCC from a guy named Maxwell. So we're going to go with that as we, uh-huh. as we uh-huh. always say. The listener uh, comes first. So you're, uh, you We feel- do go by Maxwell if your name's Maxwell. I mean, I'm just late to just call me Max. I just I don't think if my name were Maxwell that I'd want to be called Max. Would you be paranoid? Would you feel like someone's always watching, watching you? me? Yes. Yeah. yeah. I, I mean, Max. he is a sexy R and B singer. Is he? Is he still Ted? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. You'll see him at a Hot 103.7 concert uh, coming around the area shortly yeah. with seven other people. So the uh, exciting return of Ted versus the FCC coming up. Of course, as we do every Monday through Friday, lucky you, you get more Men's Room exclusively on Odyssey. And the Odyssey app joins us. Uh, join us today for the Men's Room Happy Hour in episode number 505, where my guess is we'll be talking a little college football. Uh, more likely. That is just my guess coming up with the Men's Room Happy Hour. If you don't have the Odyssey app downloaded now, it's absolutely free. Search for the Men's Room. You're going to find everything Men's Room on one page, including the Men's Room radio station. Mm-hmm. Give us a chance to come up with some of our own uh, uh, musical favorites and put them on a channel. So we have a music channel there. We have to remember to update that. That's exactly right. I've got all the uh, weekly podcasts, the podcast, mega podcast, greatest story, never told podcast, best of weekly podcasts, daily podcast, all in one place. And of course, there's the Men's Room Happy Hour channel. And we'll go live there at 6 o'clock. So hope to see you there. Uh, speaking of a little bit of football action, of course, we will drink and toast into the weekend with a shot of the day that is Bad Choice Friday time. You know it's bad. And today we celebrate the Pac-12 championship on a bad choice Friday. As you know, the Oregon Ducks Mm -hmm. taking on the Washington Huskies. So why not a little Weird Al Yankovic? I want a new duck. One that won't try to bite. One that won't chew a hole in my socks. One that won't crack all night. I want a new duck. One with big red feet. This was our best duck option, Ted. Just so you know, we thought about Disco Duck from Rick Dees, but... We thought Weird Al's better. I want a new duck. I like this one. I want a new duck. I want a new duck. I had never heard the song before, but it was easy to sing along. Yes, exactly. I kind of have an idea where they're going. I just don't know all the lyrics, but yes. Weird Al Yankovic, and I want a new duck, taking on the Baja Man. It's hard to find a song with the word husky in it. (laughs) It's just not a popular lyric. No, it is not. Baja Man and Who Let the Dogs Out take it on We're Al Yankovic and I Want a New Duck. Vote now if you happen to follow us on Twitter at Men's Room Live. One of those two tunes coming up right after we drink it to us with a shot of the day. And just for today and the purposes of the Pac-12 Championship, we're changing the title from Dogs to D-A-W-G Dogs. Ah, yes. Oh, yes. Okay, Who Let the Dogs Out. Name one other song from yes, Baja Man. That's right. There's uh, one about a Frisbee, I forget. About a Frisbee? Or a boomerang, I don't remember. They tried another one and it didn't work. 
I know it didn't work because I can't think of another <laughs> another song from Muhammad. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> And our question today, we're going to talk a little bit about money. Money can go a lot of different ways. Ted, I know you were just telling us uh, the other day your philosophy as far as uh, lending money during TV time with Ted. Is, your uh, philosophy is don't. The guy from Shark Tank said, look, man, I'm, I'm, I'm willing to give a family member a one-time loan under the conditions, basically, that A, it is a gift and not a loan. Mm -hmm. And B, we never talk about the loan ever again. And right. Whatever the other thing was. But it was basically like, Correct. look, I will loan you this money. Uh, but it is a gift. Right. And once we do this, oh, the other part was, I will only do this once. One time. So I'll only do this one time. We will never talk about it again. And it is a gift. I think those were the stipulations. And uh, Ted, Correct. You, you said that you had, you've loaned some, some, some people money before. I have. I had a buddy that was going through a tough time. I helped him out twice. And then I said, okay, no more money. Right. And then yeah, when he gets drunk and brings it up, I said, hey, part of the deal is I, I don't care. If you loan money to a friend or family member, Expect it not to come back, but also, like, I don't want to talk about it. Like, I, that money's gone to me. That's Correct. what I think you really have to, per mentally for yourself, even if they're saying, it's a loan, I'll pay you back. Don't believe that. No. You have yeah. to convince yourself that it is a gift. Because if you, you know, man, take a loan, take a loan, as a loan, let the bank right. do the loan. If you're the bank, it's right. a gift. This is a gift. And if it comes back to you, cool. it is a gift as well. But if I convince myself that it's a gift, then I have no expectations of ever seeing this money again. Exactly. exactly. And, that, and that's, how you, that, that's exactly how you have to approach it. So we'll it's start like with my kids. You know, like, Dad, can I borrow 20 bucks? I'm like, you, you understand that borrow would suggest that in some way I'm going to get paid back for this. Right. You just want $20. Tell me what it's for and I'll think about it. But this is not a loan. You never say, can I borrow a cigarette? You say, can I get one off of you? Well, people say you, that. You never, you're never paying it back. Well, they'll say, hey man, do you have an extra cigarette? Like, no, I had 20 in the pack as they often are, but I will give you one, but it's not extra. I didn't get 21 this time. <laughs> yeah, basically that's it. We're here to Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. A poker player at the Rivers Casino suffered a bad beat on Tuesday night when his four aces lost to a royal flush, making everyone at the table a winner when the bad beat jackpot was triggered. It was triggered when Scott Thompson of Washington, PA, which is not too far away from where I grew up, uh, had four aces that were beat by Brent Enos of Jefferson Hills Royal Flush at the Rivers Casino. Uh, when a hand of four of a kind, tens or higher, are beat by an even higher hand, the jackpot is triggered, making everyone at the table a winner. Now, the player who suffered the bad beat, he takes home 40% of the jackpot. Jesus. The player with the winning hand takes 30%. Wait. And everyone else at the table split the rest equally. So, wait. If I win it, I get 30%. You get 40. No, if I win... I get 30. The guy that lost oh, you're got right. 40. You're right. The, the bad beat takes home the 40%. That is correct. Uh, when the jackpot was hit on Tuesday, it was worth $905,622. Thompson's losing hand of four aces earned him the 40% total. Which is crazy to me. Uh, $362,000. While Enos, he took home $271,000. And everyone else at the table took over just over $45,000. Now, they say this is not the first time a bad beat jackpot has made people at the Rivers Casino big winners. Last year, a jackpot of $1.2 was triggered when four aces were also beat by a royal flush, making a West Virginia man a half million dollars richer. Damn. Uh, we are unexpectedly and happily becoming a national bad beat jackpot hotspot, according to Bud Green. And yes, his name is Bud Green. Bud Green, damn. Who is the general manager at Rivers Casino Pittsburgh. Uh, congratulations to our winning guests and to our Rivers Pittsburgh Poker Room team members for doing a terrific job. 
The bad beat jackpot progressive was reset following the big win at the table on Tuesday night, and it's already started climbing again. As people now want to get in on that action, understanding. Yeah, but they do. What could basically happen? I mean, if I made forty-five grand just because I was present at the table, I want to play at that table. I yeah. still don't understand how the guy with the losing hand gets more money than the guy with the winning hand. It's crazy. That, 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 that just crazy. makes no sense to yeah. me. Now, here's a very weird one for you. But as you know, when it comes to family, there are awful uh, some issues that involve money. Always. Uh, depending on the situation. Well, years after the legal battle over a massive T-Rex skeleton was resolved, the heirs of the couple that claimed the skeleton are fighting over money. Sue, ironically enough, the largest and most complete T-Rex skeleton ever discovered was found in 1990 on the property of Maurice and Darlene Williams. Now, that was in the Cheyenne River Reservation in South Dakota. All right. After legal fights over ownership rights were resolved, Sue was sold. For $7.6 million in 1997. Now, Maurice Williams died in two, uh, 2011. Darlene Williams died in 2020. But the couple have fooled, uh, four children, and they're fighting over the second of her two wills. In a 2017 will, Williams planned to give each of her daughters a diamond ring, and each of her grandchildren would receive equal shares of her estate. Okay. It named her daughter as the person in charge of settling the estate. But... Then there was a second will that was drawn up less than three weeks before her death. When, as they said, she was not exactly lucid. And it names Luther as the sole heir and executor. Damn Luther. The type document states that Williams doesn't want her children to fight and she hopes her death will bring harmony to the family after years of disagreements. Uh, by the way... Years the, of disagreements about what? The siblings, money. The siblings all, all admitted that there were, had never been any disagreements. Between any of the siblings. Oh, really? Up until okay. this point, when a second will was drawn up, it was all supposed to be spread equally. And you said the second will was drawn up three weeks before her death when she's Correct. a little out of it. Correct. Court documents say the daughter, Jacqueline Schwartz, is challenging the second will, arguing that it might not be legal because her mother was critically ill when she signed it. And there are also no witnesses on the signature because of COVID restrictions. Uh, also, uh, she is challenging the sale of her mother's former home weeks before her death. According to court records, uh, the house sold for $225,000, and the sale went to Carson Williams, one of Williams' two sons. All right. So basically, people are going in and, and, and grabbing the money uh, from this family. Not the first time I've heard this. As the, uh, as the, as the woman that uh, has passed on. It's one thing. My parents, you know, because they're in their 80s now, so you cannot have a conversation with them that does not involve their imminent death. You know, it's like, dude, we, we understand how life works. Quit bringing it up. But then again, in your 80s, I, I get it. So my mother explained, hey, we uh, we did the will, <clears throat> and both my brother and I said, you don't owe us anything. We're freaking adults, man. You don't owe us anything. You, oh, you've you already spent more money on us than anyone should have to just based on the fact that we're your kid. We don't need anything from it. If you want to leave something, fine. But really, <clears throat> don't worry about that. So they've drawn up the will, and I don't know what's in it. I do not care. But they said, well, we made your brother the executor. I said, you should, because he'll get around to it. They, oh, yeah, they know and, how and, I he'll do a good job. He'll do a good job. We yeah. all understand that. And but we had said to them uh, years ago, do not concern yourself with leaving us money. We are adults. We can figure it out, and want, we don't want any kind of infighting and all that. Not that my brother and I are those people, but inevitably these things happen. So when they retired, uh, my father was talking to a financial planner. He was kind of explaining their situation, blah blah blah. And I, I don't know how much money they get a year or whatever. My dad goes, all right, cool. Because we're going to try to spend it all. And according to my mother, the financial guy, he laughed. 
thinking my father was joking. He said, your father was so stoked. He said, oh, I'm not kidding. Our kids already told us, don't worry about it. And he clearly is not worried about it. Right. That's what yep. I told us. It's your money. Go spend it on whatever mm-hmm. you guys want to do. I yep. don't want any infighting, any of this dumbass stuff that happens when people die. It is right. amazing. Yep. It's crazy. I, you know what? My brother was the executive of my dad's will. But same thing. Me and my brother get along. So, like, he would call me for, like, advice. I'm like, uh, you're taking care of him. Like, spend it. Yeah, that's fair. Right? So, there's yeah. no infighting, exactly. right? Yeah, and, like, little things, right? Like, my dad was, was on his last legs. My brother was like, hey, I'm going to take some of the money and buy Maryland basketball tickets. Hopefully, he makes it to a game. I was like, yeah, sure. Go ahead. Like, who cares? Yeah, I think that's the way to do it. Did he, I, did he ever make it, did he make it to a game, or was it too far past that point? You know what, Miles? I will say my brother and a lot of his friends really enjoyed those seats. Okay, all right. Oh, okay. Well, that's not a bad way to spend money, then. You know? Did, now, now did oh, your- no. And they were good seats because my dad was having trouble getting around. So they're like like top row, right in front of the beer section, so they wouldn't have to walk much. Oh, so it was close to handicap, but not exactly handicap. Correct. Okay. That, 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 that's pretty strong. Now... Ted, did your dad, like, have any secret stash of anything that you guys didn't know about, like whether it was valuables or cash or anything like that when you ended up going through his home and uh, seeing what he collected throughout the years? Was there anything that surprised you? I would Honestly, we were just surprised how much he stayed on his fixed budget and, like, didn't spend. Because, uh, what was I going to say, like I, like, I love my mother, but she's the opposite. Like, we're worried she's going to go through her whole retirement before she actually <laughs> passes. But we, we were pleasantly surprised with my dad, like, oh. He stayed within his budget well. Is there anything you saw that you said, please don't leave that to me in your will? Uh, No. Like, when we cleaned out the house, there was a lot of random stuff. But, like, I don't, he, to be honest with you, there was just so many Maryland jackets and hoodies. <laughs> okay. Uh, now, had, had he paid off his mortgage in all those years that you guys have lived in that home? The home you Because I'm sure growing up, it was probably what a. A thirty thousand dollar home, probably right around in there. the sixties or the seventies, whenever they bought was, the house. Yeah, I think they paid for it a little over forty for it. Uh, yeah, it was it was it was paid off and stuff. We had to we obviously had to put some money into like fixing it up and everything and getting it ready to sell. But no, it it worked out well. Okay, I have never gotten money uh, either through passing or just in general from a relative in my life. I never have ever. I can't even imagine. I I, I don't know. I do know that the inheritance tax in the state of Washington. It's this is the most expensive state to live in. If you do get inheritance, as far as what they tax you, the percentage is head and shoulders above most other states in the country, which is ridiculous. I understand you consider it a source of income, but it's like it, this income comes by way of something tragic right. happening. If you happen to fall into a lot of money and you don't have money, right, and you live in Washington State. Uh, I say you move. <laughs> I mean, even if you move to Oregon for a year. You just where you read the will? Yeah, just yeah. go rent a place down there, man. Make that your chief primary residence. Rent your place out back here, man, and, and, and just stay down there to take the money. Then move back. Okay, come back. Yeah. Then move back when the lease is over again. You don't want any part of that. Our question, good or bad, what is your best story involving money? 206-803-ROCK. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? 
We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. 99.9 KISW. The shenanigans continue. This is the Men's Room with Miles and Thrill. Our question, good or bad, what's your best story involving money? 206-803-ROCK. Hello, Tim. Welcome to the Men's Room. Liquor and whores. Liquor and whores. What's up, guys? Hey, real quick, before I tell my story, I just wanted to say I've been listening to you guys for like 10 plus years. And I never put a face to the name, and I Googled you guys the other day. Uh-oh. And you guys look completely opposite of what I thought you would what, look what, like. Tell me, what, what images did you have in your head for each one of us? Attractive so, <laughs> so I'll start with Ted. So honestly, Ted looks Thanks. exactly how I thought he would look like. Uh-huh. <laughs> okay. no, all right. Which, no offense, I, I guess. I don't know. But, well, now but, it's offensive. No offense. When all you said I, I, I is that he looks like yeah. what you You didn't thought. have to say it. But when you say no offense, that means I'm trying to offend you. I mean, I just, I know I know he's a big Sounders fan, and I go to Sounders games, and I see the guys, like, in that area where they're all singing, and, like, I thought he'd, he looked like one of those guys. He looks like an ECS guy, but he's on the other side. Yeah. yeah <laughs> I am yeah. a member of the okay, ECS. Yeah, well... We'll just call it that. Thrill, um, I honestly did not know you were black, dude. I thought I thought you were a fat white guy. Everybody says that. And overalls? Bro, I thought you were a fat white guy with overalls. <laughs> I like that. We can draw that up. I hear fat white guy a lot. I don't know why, but overalls, bro. I mean, damn, man. Do you even own overalls? No, I don't own overalls. Like kind of like a redneck Louisiana. I cook a lot. I got a huge beard and glasses. Overalls, fat white guy. Yeah, like, I like. I, 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 yeah. No, I can, okay. I can picture. Uh, but all right, all right. What about Miles? Let's add some pepper. Miles, uh, I thought Miles looked like one of those. Like, um, no offense, also Miles. Oh, here we go, sorry, dude. But almost like a male Karen, high HOA. <laughs> Like hey, like hey, guys. hey, hey, you need to cut your grass. You need to cut your grass. I'm going to kick you out of here, brother. 
I'm not do kidding. You, do you wear your sweaters around your neck like the Hamptons people do? Yeah. He is the yeah. farthest oh, thing well, from uh, that dude. Typically, uh, yeah, I, I wear a sweater every day like a cardigan. Yes, yes, every day. You mm-hmm. wear you wear a lot of golf gear, though. It's a thin line. Yeah, exactly. I, man, I, I do dress kind of like the lead singer of, I don't know, the Viagra Boys. It's basically just Adidas, <laughs> Adidas leisure wear. That's pretty much <laughs> your whole Exactly. And, and what about Mike? Tell me you thought he was a skinny black dude. I thought he was like a video gamer with a lot of pimples. <laughs> I don't have that many pimples. Okay. So he's, right. not, he's not too far off. All right, man. That now keeps that we, our ego in now, check. Now that we know how bad we look, what, uh, what was your story involving money? <laughs> okay, so uh, really short story. So um, I used to be a heroin addict like 10 years back. I'm like 10 years sober now. And I was... Um, so you got fat. <laughs> I used to be fat, actually, yeah. You're kidding me. When you, you were on heroin? Uh, you were a fat heroin addict? Yeah, dude, you know how much candy heroin addicts eat? I do not. Uh, no, we don't. <laughs> oh, my God. Is that pretty yeah, universal no, I, for heroin addicts that candy is the go-to? Ice cream, candy, 7-Eleven pizzas, you name it, you know? <laughs> All right. But so I was, uh, I was trying to pick up one day, and my dealer wasn't picking up, so I called one of my buddies who I used to use with, and he was like, yeah, I got a guy, but just a heads up. We're about to go to his apartment. He's got, like, a bunch of computers everywhere. Like, don't ask any questions. This was back in, like, 2011. And um, we go there, and, yeah, sure enough, like, barely any furniture in the house, but he's got, like, a crap ton of computers everywhere. And we end up getting high with this guy, and he ends up bringing it up, and he goes, have you guys ever heard of Bitcoin? And obviously way back then like nobody knew what that was so he's explaining it to us whatever and he's like if you want man like i i have all these servers and i i i do bitcoin mining like if you want to invest like if you want to give me like 500 bucks or a thousand bucks i'll get you in on it and i thought he was just trying to jack me nothing made sense at the time i was like no i'm good so I go home and uh, I asked one of my nerd buddies about it. And he's like, oh, yeah, like I heard about it. I don't know necessarily if it's a good idea, but it sounds like he's got a cool operation over there. Maybe you should look into it. So long story short, I, I gave him like I think like 1500 bucks. And Bitcoin at the time was under $300. I think it was like $200 or something like that. And um, I forgot about it because I was blasted for like the next four or five years. <laughs> And um, when Bitcoin started kind of like coming back in the scene around like 2016, 2017, I was like, holy crap, I remember I bought a bunch. So I, I, uh, I figured out my login, all of my like password phrases and all that stuff. I got into my wallet and um, sure enough, there was like definitely like a little bit over a million bucks in there. And I put like 1500 2000 into it. Did you cash out? I did, yeah. Well, good you, for you. You made a million dollars. Well, no, I cashed out half of it because I was so excited at the time. I was like, I'm just going to keep it for a little bit, but I did need some money. So I cashed out half of it, and I think I still have like three or four left. But um, that was just, I almost had a heart attack when I opened that account. I would too, man. That's amazing. Maybe you should be high on heroin again and make your investments. Apparently, that's what works for you. Hey, by the way, Tim, just so you know, uh, people are texting in after you gave your descriptions of what you pictured us looking like. Apparently, everyone agrees with you that they also thought that Mm -hmm. I was a big, fat, white dude. Someone says I thought the exact same thing about Thrill. Someone else says before I knew better, I also thought Steve was a rotund white man similar to a 90s Rush Limbaugh. Somebody (laughs) else says Thrill from the Buzz days, I thought he was like Doc from the Love Boat, a chain smoker (laughs) with a bad comb over. 
Jesus, man. Man, you're sexy. Is that what I you, sound like? You are getting sexier by the moment. Wow. Well, speaking of $1 million. I think, look, I, th- I think you guys look good like how you are. When I Google you guys, I'm like, oh, thank God he's not a fat white guy. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so my wife says every Fair night. A uh, million bucks. Believe it or not, new survey comes out. It says most Americans think money can buy happiness. New survey on the subject even puts a number on it. Americans said they would need about $1.2 million to achieve happiness. According okay. to the survey by a financial services firm called Empire. Empower. Figure breaks down in interesting ways. Uh, the people, uh, depending on age groups, uh, millennials need the most in nearly 1.7 million. Gen Z, the least, at just under 500,000. Okay. Boomers need about 1 million. And Gen Xers, a bit over 1.2 million. In terms of gender, women would be happy with about 800,000 to 900,000. Men need about a million and a half. Keep in mind uh, that the most expensive country in the world to retire in is the United States of America. Really? That number is $775,000 that they say that you would need to uh, have in the bank to comfortably Dang. retire at the age of retirement. Sure, sure, sure. But that is the most expensive in the world. And that's at the age of How retirement. How much? $750,000. <laughs> All right. In Spain, you're screwed, Ted. In Spain, it's three hundred and seventy-five thousand dollars. Let's go to Spain. In Italy, it's three hundred and fifty thousand dollars. UK is about four hundred and thirty-eight thousand dollars. My God, it's uh, yeah, it's 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 crazy. Ted, how much money do you think you lost out on with was it Warby Parker, right? Oh, yeah. Because you had two buddies, and what they they started? Yeah. Because you could have bought into it, and and like anything, correct? To be fair. You know, people pitch business ideas all the time. And if you had said, we're going to do eyeglasses, what, through the internet or via the mail, I don't know that I would have bought into that either. But now they're doing brick and mortars. I see the commercials, and I'm like, oh, Ted. You also have to have that money when you're that sure. age. And most people don't I mean, have that, that was, kind of money. Wait, that was kind of the issue, right? Like, it was one of the guys who lived with the Hopkins. And he came for money, but he was like, hey, I'm starting this business. And he, he offered everybody we live with, like, you could buy in. But uh, Burris and I at the time, you know, we're like 23 or whatever. Like, I just... I didn't have $5,000 to my name, much less to spend on something. Sure. Did anybody that you know, did they? Did, did any of your friends, did they contribute to that? Uh, they did. I will say this. When I lived in that house at Hopkins, <laughs> Burris and I were probably the only two that didn't come from means. Right. So other guys in the house were like, yeah, sure, no problem. And they made a ton of money off a ton of money dude yeah. my buddy jeff did that he invested with a guy that he worked with on a business venture that that guy was going off of and uh basically he had the idea but jeff had some more capital than he did all right so he put in half and half as the guy got bit by the tick and can't eat uh, meat anymore oh okay right right uh and he could essentially he could have retired 10 years ago i, I don't know exactly what was what the company it was some kind of chip thing that i, I mean, oh, he tried right, to explain right. it to me but it was more it was more his partner's thing Sure. Jeff just, it's kind of like the restaurant industry. Look, you might be the chef. You might have run restaurants. You might have all that hand in it, but you need capital. You need cash. You right. need money. So he was the money end of the, the deal, and his, he just trusted his buddy, and his buddy was successful. Good. Glad yeah. it worked out. Uh, by too. the way, Ted, uh, people are still checking on what they thought we looked like. Someone here said, right. I thought Ted was a crazy skinny white dude like an amphetamine field baseball coach. It's <laughs> <laughs> an interesting description. Yeah, I often get, I should be, I thought you'd be taller. thought you had to have hair. Uh, Saturday, some dude showed me a picture of his buddy and he goes, you look just like my buddy. And I did. And then he came over 20 minutes later and was like, I didn't know you're Ted from the men's room. I said, yeah. And he goes, I thought you'd be a lot younger. Oh, damn. Oh, wow. Jeez, man. Thanks. I was like, I, 
I feel like I'm pretty honest. Short, chubby dude. It is early 40s. Like, I don't know what else to say. <laughs> Good or bad, what's your best story involving money? 206-803-ROCK. Hello. Oh, hey, real yeah. quick, by the way, that guy that started Warby Parker, when he was done with that, he started Harry's. Jesus Christ. Are you kidding me? Nope. So he sold Warby Parker then? Uh, he sold parts of it, and then yeah, him and another group of friends started Harry's. And if you hear my voice, there's somebody you somebody in our somebody's using Harry's. Oh, without question, oh, they're, 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 they're the monthly shave company, right? Yeah, they have soaps in the store. They have a bunch of stuff. Is he a multi-millionaire now? I'll be dead honest with you. We don't we don't talk about it when we go on the trips because he's very generous. But, but I, I, we think he might be like that next echelon. Yeah. You can tell when you go on a trip when they do the casual, oh, dude, I got the bill. Like, we've been here for six hours drinking booze. Like, oh, dude, don't worry about me. I got it. Damn. Good or bad? I, I mean, you go to bars and he will buy rounds of just trays of shots and he just tells the bartenders, just send them out to the crowd. It's so much fun. Then, yes. Then okay. he is rich. If you like, should give it to everyone. You should invite him to Seattle. Yeah. yeah why not? <laughs> Good or bad? What's your best story involving money? 206 803 Ron. Hello, Devin. Welcome to the men's room. Hola. Hola. So, my dad was really into climbing mountains um, back like in the late 80s and then early 90s. And it's kind of funny, actually, because this story, there was really no money that was. Uh, exchanged other than just a small deposit um, that he put down for his spot on uh, the 1996 Everest expedition, uh, which ended up turning into a disaster. I think every person died. Jesus. Well, uh, a lot of people did. Yeah. yeah, that Into Thin Air movie uh, covers that one. So, yeah, I think he put down just a couple grand. Um, and he had already been climbing with Rob. Uh, Hall and Scott Fisher prior to that. Damn. Um, in Alaska, uh, he went down to Aconcagua and South America and other places. So he probably he, he, little... he probably knows that Vistas too. Um, well, my dad's not around anymore, so okay, not sure. But I, I've gone to have boxes of letters and all kinds of stuff. I could look for that name, but yeah, it was pretty crazy when the time came around. I think it was like. 50 grand uh, my dad had to come up with and he just didn't have that kind of money so um wasn't able to go on the climb and i don't know the time frame but yeah he found out pretty quick that that wouldn't have been a good climb to go on no no um, no 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 the guy that yeah. uh the guy that one of the guys that passed on who had who'd, uh, attempted that mountain a couple times he was a local mailman in the area and uh he obviously would Train on mailbox every once in a while, but but uh, there, there was a um, uh, there was a, a shorty that he used to take every once in a while to train, and it's uh, the cable line at Tiger Mountain. Right. So when Hair Club and I were training to get up on the Rainier, it, it's just it's just a brute straight up. I mean, you're going straight up the mountain, but we trained on the same spot because that's where a lot of those guys oh, right, right. there just to get a quick one in. But uh, yeah, I forgot you did Rainier. I did not finish. Almost. It. I, I, Almost. I, yeah, I, I I went for the views. <laughs> And a hundred mile an hour win, man. It just depends on my back. I've got really bad scoliosis, and I'm telling you, man, sixty pounds on my back really takes its toll. Do you want to try yeah, it again? Sure. I would you, love to go up there. Really? Yeah. I mean, the, the whole Do reason I, I went more. Oh, sorry. The whole reason I went I up there was I just wanted to see it. I just wanted to be on the mountain and, and look around. I've never been that high before on land. But what about just like in a helicopter? See, that's my thought. Like, man, this view is sick. 
take it. Without all well, the climbing. You know what's the weird thing about it is, it's like there were probably four pilots in my group. Right. And I knew exactly why. They said, man, once you fly over this mountain a number of times, it's you like want to actually do the it. The bug just bites you. You're like, I want to I want to step foot on that thing. I want to right. I want to be at the top. I've flown it around it enough. I've seen it in nice days. Problem is, it, you, you see it on a nice day, then you go up there and it turns to crap. So that's what happened to basically right. us. I mean, we were, we were in sideways crap, so it just it sucked. We were post-holing for what seemed like forever. Everything you've described about that particular climb sounds absolutely dreadful to me. But then you get a bean burrito, you know, at night. It's, Yay. It's Yay. And a bunch I've of guys, done all this, and know, I get a bean burrito. A bunch of guys just fart all together. Stop yeah. bragging. Right, exactly. I know. Boy, that was, that was fun for the money. Good or bad, what's your best story involving money? 206-803-ROCK. Hello, Terry. Welcome to the men's room. Liquor and whores. Liquor and whores. <laughs> All right, have I got a story for you? All right. Um, my husband broke his leg really, really bad and had to have surgery the next day. After his surgery and he was able to go home, the surgeon told him that he had to stay off of his leg for about six to seven months for it to heal good or it would re-break and it would be worse than the when he did it before. Jesus. So he could not work. He's, he does drywall. He could not work for all during that time. So we got behind on our mortgage. Um, and we was within a week of having it foreclosed on. And I run a lost and found site, lost and found pet site. All of my members got together and paid the money that we were back on, that we were late on. Wow, $14,000. Get out of here. Was that like a GoFundMe thing that you put together? No, I didn't. I didn't do it. My one of my members that knows me and knew of our situation just put a post up on my site and and every one of those members started donating. Okay. Anywhere from a dollar to a thousand dollars. Now, let me ask you, and, with, with, with your business, the, the, the dogs don't just run out of their house and come to yours. Are you stealing them? And then yeah, so, so, how, so how does this work? Do you, do you just take in animals that show up at shelters that, that you can't find an owner for? It, it's, not a biz, it's not a business. It's just volunteer. I, I have a site, and whenever a dog goes missing, somebody will post it on there. Or if they find one, somebody will post okay. it on there. That's very cool. Ah, and, okay. I, I will go out and, along with other people, and search for these dogs and cats, whatever. What's your trick? Pocket full of pepperoni? <laughs> no, well, it's good to have something if you find one. Sure. But, um, but yeah, I, we've, I have found a lot of animals. So have a lot of other people on my group. But I, I honestly don't know why they all did that. They said that I deserved it, you know. But I, anyway, it's... Well. It sounds to me like you're helping a lot of people. They just want to help you back. Yeah. I mean, you do something yeah. decent. It, it's right. shocking. Sometimes you get paid back in kind in a time of need anyway. Mm-hmm. But that, that is spectacular. That how's, uh, how's your husband now? Is he back to work and feeling better? Yep. 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 Everything's fine now. Are you glad to have uh, him back out of the house? Oh yes! Oh God, yes! Does he bring dust in all the time? And like, if I pull that guy over, your husband, right. like, and I'm a state trooper, you know, I'd be like, dude, how much cocaine's in your car? Right? Like your whole right. face. Like, what yes. are you doing here, man? Come on, get it together. Yep. yep. How long have you been doing? How long have you been doing the uh, animal lost and found site? Um, I've had it for probably six years, maybe. Okay. Something like that. What is the longest amount of time that's gone by between the loss of an animal and then it being, uh, you know, brought back home? 
on my site that I know of probably about a year. Okay, what's the longest distance traveled, either right. even by car by somebody else or whatever the deal was? Um, from here to Texas. Damn! Now, was the animal taken, I guess, in a vehicle to Texas, relocated, or put in yes. a shelter? Yeah, it was relocated. They took it. Somebody found it, didn't try to find the owner, just kept it, and they moved to Texas. And somehow that dog got loose again long, you know, after they had moved and um, went to the shelter and it was chipped of course microchip everybody do it it saves animals yep um they uh, and they called the people and they were like you've got to be kidding they i mean we were all shocked i couldn't believe it they couldn't believe it whenever they got home i went over and saw the dog you know i mean it was it was amazing how did they did they, did they drive down to get their dog is that what they did yep yep he sure i did. would i would did the dog have a draw rough yeah exactly Barbecue. <laughs> and by the way, Terry, are you located in Pierce County? Yes, I am. You're getting a lot of love on our text line. A lot of people say, Terry down here in Pierce County. That was the Tacoma, Pierce County, lost and found pets. Yay. She saved yep. her dogs and cats very much into it. Bless this woman. Apparently, you're quite popular. Yay. Good for you. <laughs> Thank you so much. I am I am truly, truly blessed with the members that I've got. Yeah, well, you're doing well, you're doing right. some you're doing God's work there. Yeah, man. Right? Reading this text line, I can see why they donated yeah. to you. Good that or bad? dog only drank Dr. Pepper. <laughs> <laughs> Put the Dr. Pepper in my water bowl. Rough. Yeah. Came back with a burnt orange raincoat. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, right. Good or bad? What's your best story involving money? Two zero six eight zero three rock. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network, from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply.